0: As a man, I will treat every day as it is my last. I will take on the everyday responsibilities as a man with a warrior mentality. I will not exist. I will live. I'm loyal to myself, my family, my brothers, and my wife, and I will give my all to bettering myself daily. I'm to be the man that my wife dreams of at night but gets to wake up to in the morning. I'm to be the hero and the father that my children need and the man they deserve me to be. I'm a fierce and special breeder brother to my team. I'm never backing down as life throws the spears at me. Instead, I'll be the spears as an opportunity to grow and help others with. I found my why. I'm grounded in my purpose. I'm not lighthearted. I'm lion-hearted. I'm secure enough to show the world my flaws, but fierce enough to attack them head on. And when I make a mistake, I'll own that mistake and suffer the consequences like a man. I have integrity in every aspect of my life, but the humility to not boast about it. I know who I am and I'm in control of where my life is taking me. I have earned my team's ethos and I push towards earning it every single day. And I'm actively conquering my core five while helping others do the same. I'm a leader, whether it be to one or many, I'm called to lead. I've learned to hold others lovingly accountable like a true leader would. My mind is unbreakable. My spirit is unshakable. And When you look inside my soul, you'll see a warrior phoenix, one with fire in his eyes and ashes dripping from, re- from my wings due to, the re- due to the one second contract I have signed and owned due to being reborn every day. I'm always pushing forward. I'm never looking back. I take my why, my leadership abilities, and I aggressively help other men be liberated the way I am. God has blessed me with gifts I will not use for selfish gain. Instead, I will use them to better this world and understand by helping one i can help change one life at a time. All right everybody, get ready, buckle up.
1: Welcome to the Mental Purpose podcast. Today's episode is intense. And it's not intense because of me. It's intense because of my guest, Cole Rogers, man the guy is he's like me personified intensity wise. And I'm I'm jacked up and the and I and just like the guy just rolled with so much value and value and value after value and gold and gold and gold. I mean, God, it it was, it was a spectacular episode one because of how much you're going to get out of this. And for those of you who need to get their ass kicked today and hear this information in a really direct, intense way, you're going to get it fire hose style So get a pen and paper out. The other thing that's really exciting is that, I I get to 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 experience another guy that has the intensity about the men's movement that I'm on, right? Cuz he's on his own men's journey and 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 men's movement. He's created called School of Man. And it's freaking incredible. So this is a long episode not by time, it's under an hour. It's just intense cuz the guy talks fast, I talk fast and we're dropping bombs like crazy. So, before we get rolling, I'm not even going to tell you about Cole. I'm just telling you you just stay Stay on this thing. Stop what you're doing. Put the weights down. Pull your car over. Give yourself this hour. Give yourself the space. Honor yourself. Give yourself that respect. Say, I'm worth it. I'm going to stop for an hour. All right? Before you do that, make sure you are a part of the Mental Purpose community. Make sure you check out our new website, mentalpurpose.net. Make sure you go to the to the website or the community and download our free purpose driven formula mini coaching course and ebook. And I think that's it. <laughs> we've got retreats, we've got coaching, we've got all kinds of cool stuff. I love all of you for listening, helping this thing grow. We're we're just we're expanding, we're scaling, and it's because of all of you and thank you for your for your commitment and your faith in in this in this process and in this movement that we're creating. Enjoy this episode such a cool place to be uh you know there's this there's this um depth that you can get to and the the ability to have other people listen is is pretty freaking cool because how many people actually eavesdrop you know actively eavesdrop on your conversations when you're having them how many people are tapping your phones how many people are sitting with you at a restaurant (laughs) having drinks with a buddy that's the cool part. I'm just going to leave this part in, man. I'm not even going to cut this out. This, I no, think this I, is and better. I love
0: it. I think you hit the nail on the head too. How many times have we been in a bar with one, with our boys and we've gotten in, into some whiskeys and yeah. you're just sitting there soaking it all up and then all of a sudden someone drops just a, a gem and you're just that ear, those antennas go up. Yeah. And that's how podcasts are for me. It's like you're yeah. you're having a whiskey and you have a front row seat at the bar of listening to two... Three whoever's on the podcast, individuals, just be raw and real, and you yeah. get a front row seat to that. So I love yeah. them. I I'm, I love them. I do a lot of video, but from a podcast perspective, it's just this is where I get a lot of my creativity and my spirituality from. And I just enjoy too. it, honestly.
1: I was down at I was down at Spotify uh, headquarters this week, oh, neat. just talking to them about what does it look like for this podcast to get bigger and get into a network? And, and they had said, you know, what's, what's interesting is the average person will uh, there's 4 million podcasts out there. Now, when I, st- when I started this, there was like 1.4 million, just in two wow. years, this thing quadrupled. But what they were saying was that the average person um wants to talk about themselves but only wants to talk about themselves so that they look good. Hmm. And that the majority of the podcasts out there are people who need to be heard, who don't feel heard in their lives. Yet hmm. they're not talking about anything that's, a, that's going to positively affect as a, as a mission, right? Possibly affect the world as a mission. Somebody might get something from it, but it's not structured enough and intentional enough that it's out there to do this right? It's not an outcome. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't have to get your whole life and manhood and fatherhood from the on purpose podcast. It's just our intention is if you choose this medium, then our focus is to make sure that you can get what you need as a man, a husband and a father, right? To evolve into that person or that dad or the husband that you want to be. And that's a very interesting thing that they were talking about. Most people are just doing this and blabbing.
0: Just talking with no, no purpose. Behind it, no mission. Yeah, But I think that you also find that, go ahead.
1: No, so go ahead. Yeah, but I think
0: that's what you also find in today's world. I mean, you have so many men that are aimlessly walking, women too, for that matter. I mean, people in general, like, you know, men are dying in their 30s and 40s. We just don't bury them until they're in their 80s. I mean, that's a quote that's been around for years. And a lot of it has to do with, They really don't. They really have so much interpersonal conflict, and that they they develop these limiting beliefs in regards to diving into their purpose and not really connecting their purpose to their pain and not understanding how their story has such a major impact on someone else's life. And I've been there as a man. Yeah, I've been there to where the 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 voices inside your head tell you like, man, no one wants to hear me. Yeah. No one wants to. Uh, no one. No one wants to hear about about me almost being divorced three times and being remarried to the same woman three times, or battling with cocaine and Adderall, and still producing and making money and launching businesses. Yeah, man. That, that's, they've already heard all this stuff, and you develop right. this narrative inside your head. Then the minute you lock in on the purpose, the why, and really the who, to me, your your who. That who it impacts, if you will, is directly connected with your why always should be at the end of the day always should be, but so many people want you to be committed to them and they 're not even committed to themselves hopefully i'm I, maybe i 'm not making sense in that no regard. you're
1: making perfect sense for any guys that are listening that this doesn 't make sense to that 's where we start that 's where they start it 's not mm-hmm. making sense because they're the guy they're the guy like this is called men on purpose, not men by default, not men who yeah. sometimes want to be on purpose when it's convenient or <laughs> looks good on Facebook, right? This is yeah. men on purpose when nobody's looking, right? It's not easy to end a habit like cocaine when your brain is addicted in, in a chemical formation, right? It's not, a, it's not easy to become the man you need to be to have the marriage, right? I just shot a video this morning on the difference between marriage and partnership and how in our difference. world there's five categories called purpose pillars that we go through self spouse kids career community right we want all those we want uh, we want the we want it all in those five areas mm-hmm. as men that's what our drive is that's what our mission is and and the lead domino is the self mm-hmm. and if guys are trying to work on their guys tell me all the time I'm trying to work on my marriage trying to build my business trying to I'm like okay what, when are you, when are you going to commit to working on you? So that's exactly well, what you're talking about.
0: A hundred percent. And I mean, just think about what you just said. So many men use the word try. And I mean, it goes back to Yoda, do or do not. There is no try. And right. I, had a, I mean, it's, but here's the deal too. And, and always like starting off a podcast, I always want to, express gratitude, right? And I always like to start off with my ethos because so many men do not even have an ethos. They had, there's not a stand. And at one point in time I didn't either. My ethos was, hey brother, it's about money, about sex, and about status, right? And about athletics, right? Like that's just what we've been learned to benchmark ourselves on, yeah, measurements of time. success. Yeah, measurements of success. And you know, so my ethos and it, if you give me just a second, I want to for the audience to hear it. It's really going to hit home with the mission that we are both seeking and we're both leading with and leading with impact. We call it in school, man. Be the wake, right? Be the wake. Put a dent in the universe, like Steve Jobs said. But it always has to start with with an ethos. And in the first paragraph, of our ethos it talks about loyalty to thyself. So here it goes. As a man, I will treat every day as it is my last. I will take on the everyday responsibilities as a man with a warrior mentality. I will not exist. I will live. I'm loyal to myself, my family, my brothers, and my wife, and I will give my all to bettering myself daily. I'm to be the man that my wife dreams of at night but gets to wake up to in the morning. I'm to be the hero and the father that my children need and the man they deserve me to be. I'm a fierce and special breed of brother to my team. I'm never backing down as life throws the spears at me. Instead, I'll be the spears as an opportunity to grow and help others with I found my why. I'm grounded in my purpose. I'm not lighthearted. I'm lion-hearted. I'm secure enough to show the world my flaws, but fierce enough to attack them head on. And when I make a mistake, I'll own that mistake and suffer the consequences like a man. I have integrity in every aspect of my life, but the humility to not boast about it. I know who I am and I'm in control of where my life is taking me. I've earned my team's ethos and I push towards earning it every single day. And I'm actively conquering my core five while helping others do the same. I'm a leader, whether it be to one or many, I'm called to lead. I've learned to hold others lovingly accountable like a true leader would. My mind is unbreakable. My spirit is unshakable. And when you look inside my soul, you'll see a warrior phoenix, one with fire in his eyes and ashes dripping from, re- from my wings due to, the re- due to the one second contract I have signed and owned due to being reborn every day. I'm always pushing forward. I'm never looking back. I take my why, my leadership abilities, and I aggressively help other men be liberated the way I am. God has blessed me with gifts I will not use for selfish gain. Instead, I will use them. To better this world and understand by helping one i can help change one life at a time and the purpose behind that is is to sober you up as a man on the things that matter most and too many of us are very conditional with our thinking conditional with our emotions conditional with our actions and and a simple example is you know you could have a guy that is uh training for a marathon, but when it rains, he doesn't run. Yep. But on the flip side of that, down the road, you could have a guy that has just got a dog inside of him. When it rains, it hells, it snows, it doesn't matter. I'm running. Intentionality is a is a very rare rare trait, and I say it all the time. The you know, a lot of us in this world are very enthusiastic. We have now been brainwashed into being that because of Amazon Prime and the filters of Facebook and the filters of Instagram. And, you know, it's we want to press a button and just get a package delivered to a doorstep or it's my, it's Cole's responsibility to produce the result for you. And the, the fact of it is, is that at the end of the day, guys, like on purpose means for life. There are no finish lines. You're always finishing to begin. You're always training. You are very fortunate to wake up every single day and you need to take inventory of your greatness. You need an inventory. Why in the hell did you get to wake up today? Right. And um, but that takes time too. And And that's what I always tell guys. Like the first place that I always start with is that I'm perfectly fucked up. I mean, Perfectly flawed, perfectly fucked up, and I own every inch of it, and I'm very proud of it. I don't regret anything. And there's been countless books that have been written about it, podcasts, YouTube videos. You can go watch all the Eric Thomas videos you want, Jocko videos that you want, Goggins videos that you want. But if you're not backing anything up with action and purpose and just complete, just being an obsessed man about living and not existing, you're always going to be in the loop. You're just always going to be in this hedonic treadmill mindset. And i speak because this is coming from experience. This is coming from my wife. This is coming. That ethos was just not created on a piece of paper on a whim. It was built five years ago because I pretty much broke my family's back for the third time. Hmm. And we are very good. And I'm an alpha. I'm a very aggressive person. Like God put our eyes on our face for a reason. We always are pursuing. We're attacking. We're going after something, but we can also mistake movement with progress. Yeah. And you know, the biggest thing for me was at that time five years ago, before my declaration of independence. That's what I also refer to. That that's my declaration. That's something I also say to myself every day. It's a prayer to me. It's a reminder that you know I'm here today, gone today. Not here today, gone tomorrow. I'm here today, gone today. And you know, for the first six years of my marriage, brother, like it was a sham because how I started off my marriage. And these are, these are really the, uh, the highlights. If I were to have an ESPN top 10 highlights, it'd be the top 10 bloopers. But I also look at things from my life of this, everything that has occurred in my life since childhood has always happened for me. This is my path, if you will. Right. Now, in my 20s, it was more about, you know, significance, you know, and and a lot of us have we have six human needs, certainty, uncertainty, significance. We need uh, love and connection, growth and contribution. And, you know, for me, when I first got married at 27, I had, uh, let's just say, an unhealthy addiction to validation, number one. Uh, an unhealthy addiction to validation. Validation comes in many forms: stress, and then wanting other people's praise, and walking around on eggshells, afraid to actually step into my true self. And that's just how I was raised. I was raised in a very uh, large family, but very uh, let's just say you don't hang out your dirty laundry. You you do what the church says, and uh, and basically you don't step out right. Yeah, And I, you know, I, I'm one of those guys. I'm just a freaking rebel. I'm a cowboy. And, but, and I brought that into my marriage, but really it, it at 18, when my heart was broken for the first time. So I lost my virginity at 18. Most of my, my boys were losing at 16, 15, you know, in the locker room talk, you kind of, you come up around it. And that's, those are the benchmarks that we, we start learning, yeah. but I was saving myself because I saw my cousin get his, his girlfriend pregnant. I was like, yeah, I just don't want to go down that path. So we decided to lose. You know, I decided to lose my virginity. So did my girlfriend. But she had so much guilt. And I did, too. But, man, she just basically, I mean, she held it over my head. And it really put a major scar on my heart. And so really, that I brought a lot of that into my marriage. And, and by the time I was a senior in college, I never dated anybody else seriously. It was always about womanizing. It was always about being the center of attention at a party. I was very much addicted to uh, self-sabotage. I'd love to, to get my GPA down to 1.4 only to get it up to 3.7 because I wanted yeah. to feel the high and the ride, right? And uh, But I brought that into my marriage with Ashley. And the Adderall turned into crushing it and snorting it, getting an edge. I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. It turned into cocaine, but I could still produce with the best of them. It was hang out with the owls at night, sword with the eagle in the morning. No one would ever know. You throw these masks on, right, throughout your life. And it's not like this stuff comes with a manual. But this is my purpose building, and I don't realize it at the time. And we have a lot of self-improve, like self-improvement junkies out there that read all these books, and they try to become a coach on Instagram, but yet they really haven't been through the damn shit. They haven't been through the fire, right? And um, – you know, when I met Ashley, we met on eHarmony, and this is how my first six years of marriage went. Rehearsal dinner night. I burned the town down, knocked on the door, midnight, one o'clock in the morning, tried to go get some play, left her in her eyes out. She wouldn't give me any. I bounced off the bed drunk, and that's how we started off our, our wedding day. I didn't go to sleep. I ate more Adderall. We were going to Costa Rica. I thought the full week was about sex. But uh, it was that time of the month. Little did I know at that time, because I was so selfish and into myself, that she uh, she had got taken advantage of in college. So oral sex was out of the picture. So I got pissed and I stormed out of our room first night of our honeymoon and got blitzed at the bar. And, and she was crying in the shower. That's how it, the, the week was just that. That was the week. Wow. And uh, we get home. And I was just like, I just don't know if this is going to work. So that's how I started off my right marriage. Off bat, well, right off the bat, bro. And she is, a, thank God she's in my life because God knew with my dragon energy, she wasn't going to let me run her over. Well, a month later, she's pregnant with Ava Madison. Well, at that same time, I left the, I left the corporate world from a career perspective, started my own business, and my income was cut in half learned that my, my wife was pregnant, blown Achilles, I'm in cells, I'm driving around and cold calling and knocking on doors with a blown Achilles, 26, 27 with CEOs and CFOs, grinding, right? Yeah, grinding. A year later, it goes to zero, my daughter is born, my income goes to zero, my daughter is born, she flatlines on the table, so you'd think it'd wake me up at twenty eight thank goodness we had great doctors and great nurses, both her and Ashley made it. And I just immediately went back to my phone a year later, Landon's born. And yeah, so that's how I started the first couple years of my marriage. And Ashley and I went to a football game here in the South and it was that old Miss. And I was like, man, I got to get out and party. Like I got to cut loose. I've been stuck in the house as a dad, blown Achilles, not really moving my body. So I go out, find some cocaine party all night. And she's asleep in the next room. I go, I come in just in time for her to wake up and me, make her a cup of coffee to act like nothing ever happened. And this is this, and this is really how that first, this is where the first really fracture or cracks started to show. And, you know, for the first five years with Ava Madison, Alana, an absent dad, Chronic masturbation, sexless marriage. Uh, you know, I'd come in and out of doing Adderall. I'd hide Adderall. And when I couldn't get it, I'd find B12. But my business was starting to boom and no one would ever know, right? Like it's, I'm, you know, it's, it's, one, I'm one of those guys that, man, I can go. Like it's just like this, that's just Rogers. But I was always thinking, how can I get an edge? How can I get an edge? And like it finally do came, do what?
1: Why did you need that edge for significance?
0: Significance that that would be it. Significance and knowing that I have mouths to feed, and it, it's it's on my shoulders, and I take that stuff very seriously. Sure. Yeah, and, and that's just. And, but when I look back, you know, do I regret any of it? I don't, and I can say that a hundred percent because that was my path. I hurt my wife. Yes, we've reconciled. Yes but it's allowing me to teach and it's allowing me to coach. Uh, but the biggest thing I was addicted to was why lying to her. And as my business started to grow, my income started to grow. And that's what I thought, you know, I was like, Hey, if I take care of the money aspect, everything will work itself out. Furthest from the yep. truth.
1: S- sounds really good at the time.
0: At the time. Yeah. yeah. At the time. And, um uh, anyhow man just to shorten that piece up really what started turning because that's always a question like well where did it finally start to turn where did you finally say you gotta unfuck yourself rogers right well it was just basically when we started going to therapy and after seeing her cry multiple times multiple times multiple times i just got fed up with myself i got tired of the man staring me back in the mirror and really where it started to turn was, is like I had an intern working for me and I shredded him to pieces and I don't even remember what he did wrong. And I was like, God, what about, what am I turning into? Am I going to be just this guy that no one wants to be around or if they're around him, they talk shit behind his back. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I've got, are we that family that fights to go up to church and then we go into church to make everybody think we're we're good. Then we leave and we fight again not having, making any love. My my kids, you know, I'm always gone on an airplane. It's like, I'm, I'm too addicted to the achievement ride at this point. And so that's when I started working on myself and my mind was pure chaos. It was just monkey mind. I, it was one of those it, taking a vacation. There was no vacations, that type of deal. And that's just really where it started turning at that point. Yeah. That's where it started it to... Again. Yeah, that's where it started turning. And and so what I decided to do is like, well, if you want a radical change, you got to do some radical shit. Yeah. And as a country boy from Arkansas, like meditating, journaling, I was not raised around any of that. That's woo-woo, hippie shit, pussy shit type of stuff. That's what you hear growing up. That's how you get brainwashed. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm at the end of my rope. I have nothing to lose at this point. Right? Right. And that's when I went out West and that's when I linked up with some seals and I will never forget running that first mile with a mentor of mine, Brandon, Brandon, if you're listening brother, love you, man. And I was like, and it was the most liberating experience for me. And it it wasn't anything. It really just wasn't anything that they said or that they did, but I hadn't ran a mile since before i blew my achilles and that was almost four or five years i went through a blown achilles tears two surgeries staph infection a week in the hospital almost losing my leg and i ran a mile and i remember holding a four-minute plank thinking i just did something impossible and at the time that's what it was for me but it's exactly the medicine that i needed along with brandon showing me the who i could Could chase like my future self. I was like, oh my God, this guy's in his 40s, jacked and just connected to God, awesome marriage with his wife. I saw him talk on FaceTime, completely vulnerable. And that's what I loved about him and still love about him. Just completely vulnerable. I was like, I've never seen anything like that.
1: What's up guys? I'm so sorry to interrupt the episode. I just need one minute to share with you all the new and exciting, amazing stuff we've got created here at Men on Purpose. First of all, thank you for listening to the podcast and supporting the movement we're creating for all the men in the world. Next, you've got to check out our new website, menonpurpose.net, where you'll find all kinds of cool stuff, including links to our podcast and the free men on purpose community. You're also going to find our new free purpose-driven formula mini course and ebook and links to all of our new coaching programs and products. Look, I've had so many of you ask me where to get started with your personal growth journey or where you can go to level up. So I put this thing together, this free ebook and mini course, and we're gonna be talking about and coaching you through a really light version of our purpose-driven formula, which is our foundational formula. And for those of you who are ready now, we got you. Listen up, whether it's becoming the best husband, being the best dad, quitting that job that doesn't serve you, or just understanding how to put you first, we've got what you need to align with your authentic self and find that true fulfillment and live a life with no regrets. Look, we're helping men with structure, support, and sustainability. That's what you've asked for, and that's what we deliver. As we lead you through proven and tested curriculum that focuses on formulas to help you get farther faster. So make sure you go to menonpurpose.net. Click the button to download our free, powerful, purpose-driven formula mini course and ebook. And while you're there, make sure you check out some of our amazing products designed to help you find your purpose, stop self-sabotage, and dial in your mindset, skills, and habits to evolve into the best version of you. Why? Because we want you to live and have the best life possible. No regrets. So mentalpurpose.net, let's get back to the episode. He's got, he had the, he had the, uh, uh, the alpha, the the masculine yes. and the feminine.
0: Yeah. He had the, it's just like, just Mr. Cool. Right. Like, you know, swagger is an earned thing. Swagger is going through the fire. It's not like yeah. it's synthetic caffeine or shit like that. It's like, you got to earn that shit. And uh, he yep. was a recovering alcoholic that owned a big financial firm in Indiana, and he w- he he did not back down from smiling, laughing, and I'll never forget he, he ran to the coast. He said, "Yeah, I just ran six miles." I said, "Shit, dude, that's incredible." And that's just how the whole thing started turning. But where the breaking point was, and this is how the ethos got us crafted, and how School of Man got to start, I go through this two-year transformation process. Just working on myself, working on myself, working on myself, therapy, working through ripping the band-aids off the scars, meditation, journaling, uh, reprogramming my brain. I'm a big believer in the reprogramming the mind aspect of it. And then I take on a hell week simulation. I was invited to do it. And uh, Kurt, my teammate, died at my feet. We were one of nine out of 50 who secured it. And Kurt, I mean, this is, there's no coincidences in life. Wow. Saw a man live full and die empty. And he and I were together the entire time because we're the same height. We're Smurfs. And Bud's students didn't even make it through this simulation. And I had a, this is the first time I, you know, I can remember that my why was so, so big, so vibrant. And it was because of my wife and just being so proud of the journey. I'm proud of myself. And, and so many people, yeah. they struggle with that. And I'm, and yes, pride is the, there's a bad side of pride and there's being proud. But when Kirk died, I mean, it was boom. Like I looked around and I was, I felt alone. I sat there and watched a man, his breath leave his body. And I remember Ashley running up and hugging me and kissing me and, you know, Kirk's past and it's just like, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah. Was that during that training or that, that it was that at the trip? very
0: end. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. It was at the very end and it was nobody's like, there's nobody's fault. So like that, it, it's just one of those deals. Like he, uh, and we were together when we, when he took a piss, I was right there beside him. Yeah. And, and you go through a different level of spirituality with somebody when you're linking arms and, you knew and at that point I knew it was like God put this man in my life for a reason. You know, when was I come the back guy? to Little Rock.
1: was he the guy mm-hmm. that was that was uh kind of aimlessly walking through life or did he have a purpose?
0: He had a purpose. Okay. And yeah, he had a purpose. And all, and when you go through something like that, and I mean it's a fuel full blown simulation of Navy SEAL Hell Week, so it, it's not a two day, three day men's retreat where you're yeah, you're going, you're going, you're going through the shit and you, you know, we are one of nine out of 50 to secure it. But I get home in a Christian radio show, which I didn't even believe in God and Christ at that time. And, you know, and it's one of those things is like, Hey, if you believe, just believe in something bigger than yourself. Like, you know, I think traditional religion has done a lot of harm and, uh, but I won't get into that. Yeah. I won't get into that. But, uh, but I, this Christian radio show asked me come on. And I said, "Okay, I'll do it." And what I did, and it was like a long form podcast, is they said, "All right, Mike's on. We want to hear your story." And I, for two and a half hours, Damn. I let it all, let it all go. I mean, the nitty gritty, the inside details, and so uh, it, it was, numbers. yeah. So it was a liberate. I mean, it was a liberating process for me. And I walk out feeling really good about myself. It's like, I wouldn't make any money on it. So that wasn't it. It was like, I had, I just saw a man die, die living at my feet. Yeah. I have no excuse not to go all in at this point. The only person who never heard that story was my wife, Hmm. even through therapy. So what it kicks in cognitive dissonance. There's no way. There's no way the B12, the Adderall and the course, it all came full circle and the number one addiction I had and I alluded to was white lying because of the shame. You know, No, no alpha, no, no provider protector, no, you know, especially on the unhealthy side wants to, to admit weakness to his queen.
1: No, because then what good are you? What's your point? What's your purpose in that relationship? If you can't protect and provide, are you worthless? Yeah, that's what I went uh,
0: through. That's what I went through. Uh, yeah, and, and so that's just, you know, and that's how everything started kicking kicking up into high gear with my purpose. I started realizing real quickly that my pain has now been converted into something bigger. Yep. It's now my promise. And, you know, I was training guys like me. I bought a dumpster fire of a CrossFit gym. I wasn't even in a CrossFit, but I wanted to train men, coach men, executive men, businessmen, using what I've been learning the five mountains, physical, mental, emotional, intuitional, spiritual. But yet I couldn't go all in because I still hadn't owned my shit in full. Yeah. And that radio show and Kirk made me own my shit in full. And it was the hardest fucking thing, which I'm so grateful for because that's the most beautiful time in my life that I look back sure.
1: to. Sure.
0: And I remember her calling me say, I'll see you at JC McDaniel's office, our therapist at the time. He was a mentor and a friend of mine to this day. She's crying again, saying, I don't know what to do, JC. I don't know what to do. And she was gone with her. She was gone. Her and Ava Madison Atlanta were their head out east back to to her her parents. And I just sat there with my head in my hands. And all he did, Marine combat vet, someone I highly respect, he just said, Rogers. And he didn't have to raise his voice with me. Unfuck yourself. I'm disappointed.
1: Hmm.
0: And the words disappointment, and I'm fortunate to, to be raised in a home with a father that has been in my life who did not have a father that was in his life. But if you want to motivate me, I will never disappoint anybody. And that's why I, kind of going back to like the edge thing you were asking. That's really yeah. where that comes from. And that's just where the whole thing started, brother. That's where the real journey actually started taking yeah. place. Cause I really had to start focusing on the things that matter most before I lost everything.
1: Let's, let's jump in right there. I, there's yeah. a question that I have about your wife that I just want to ask because it's on the top of my head. There's the, a level of resentment and anger and distrust mm-hmm. and, and those kind of things that, you know, I know, I don't even have to ask you if they were present. They were present 100% three, present. three um, uh, you know, uh, attempted divorces. How does she move through that? I mean, do you know this answer to this question? I mean, how does she move through and and remove the resentment from who you were and not look at you as that old version of you that traumatized her, but the new Mm -hmm. version of you that won't do that again? You know, how does. Yeah, that's a
0: a great, great question. It's something we deal with a lot in school, man. And that are the significant of the partner, you know, holds all that over their head, like, always remembers the old self, even when you're going through the hero walk or whatever it is you want to call it. Right. We call it taking the path. Right. But Ashley's a unique creature, very forgiving creature. She didn't forget. <laughs> and, uh, she would hold me to a higher standard hundred percent. And it'd be one of those deals, like, fuck, give me a break. Like I'm working my ass off over here. Recognize yeah. me for my growth, recognize, see the good in me. But you know, JC McDaniel, he said it best. He said, brother, this is going to be like death by a thousand paper cuts, but in reverse. Yeah. And the hardest thing that you can do at this point is reciprocate without expecting anything in return. No blowjobs, no sex, no, you know, it's because at this point you can say all the fucking shit you want, but it's don't tell her you're going to have to show her. And this is going to take a long time. And she is a special human being to where, I have created trauma in, in our marriage, 100%. And I own that. But she has also forgave me. And we've worked on it together, communicated together. And, uh, you know, it's you just trusting in the process and the path in which you're taking. We're just committed to each other, too. It's not perfect. We tell everybody that we come into contact with other couples. We tell our whole story, Right. And it's still being written. Of course, it's still being written.
1: You're not dead yet. How did you how no. did you deal with the the being unconditional? This kind of goes back to the things you were talking about in the beginning, having integrity to your commitment when nobody's looking, when you're not mm-hmm. people pleasing, and you're not and you're not doing it for self sabotage, and you're not mm-hmm. to, you know or or the other side of self sabotage, the backup. How did you how did you hold that commitment to being unconditional when you knew that? your programming was to put some shit out there to get this back. But now Mm -hmm. you had to put it out there and you couldn't expect anything back. It had just, you just had to be with that. That's more of an integrity to commitment thing where it doesn't matter what comes back. How did you do that?
0: Pain. I always tell people like, look, emotions, they will eat you alive if you let them. But if you use the good side of emotion, the pain and and I, and I'm such a visual person that I would have to go back to that office all the time when I'm meditating and visualizing and witness her crying, her saying, I don't, I can't do this anymore. And I would let myself do what?
1: Did she work with you? Yeah. Oh, got it. Similar to my situation. Yep.
0: Yep. And, uh, she said, I, you know, but I let myself feel it so that it would center me. And saying, you know what, you know, there is a bright, vibrant future for you together. See that, be that, proclaim that, but you're going to have to step into it. And then I'm a big, you know, I'm an avid reader, but I my favorite book is Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. And there's a quote right. by John Gall.
1: It's right there.
0: Yeah. No, do not let the hero in your soul perish in lonely frustration. For the life you deserve but have never been able to reach check your road and the nature of your battle the world you desire can be won it existed as it real as possible as yours and when that hit me like a ton of bricks that became my mantra of my ethos so you got to do today what others want so you can do tomorrow what others can't and your marriage is number one you know a lot of us use a shotgun approach in life where i just had to go in with a rifle and that was it. That's all that matter. And the other thing is, too, like Buddhism has taught me a lot, too. And I'm not a Buddhist, but I do study detachment, letting go. You know, the Stoics talk talk about that and, and just finally saying, you know what? Quit chasing this this achievement high all the time. Focus on fulfillment and you will achieve everything that you want. And I just started believing in everything. That's just it. That's I had no other choice. Right. Um, and You know, Ashley slowly but surely saw the change. But here's the deal people always want to ask the how, your who is going to help you accomplish your how. Yeah. And there's no greater, there's no greater quote or statement than that your network becomes your net worth. And I'm not just talking about financially. And what I just decided to do that day that I saw just again made her cry. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I don't know where to go from here. Let myself feel the pain. I couldn't say anything. There was nothing I could say that was going to repair it. A lot of us want to go into fix it mode. And
1: yeah, the like, does. yeah.
0: Oh, hundred percent. And it's just yeah. like, I, I shit, I'm done, man gigs up. And basically that's how I started building out my own network. And, and that's how school of right. man got its birth. It wasn't done on a business plan. It was born out of pain.
1: I love it. Let's go back to detachment and letting go. There's a lot of guys listening to this. that will say a lot of guys in the mental purpose world. It'll say, you know, the, but I have to provide for my family, but the, you know, (laughs) but the job, this, but the job, this, I'm telling you, man, I I have coached group coached these, these guys from these, these, these places that the the mindset Mm -hmm. is the next deal, the next sale, the next unit, the net worth, the this, 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 Mm -hmm. and it's just reap, it's just it's solidifying that programming that they're only the operator of that machine. And that like what you and I talked about earlier, measurements of success, those are the measurements for them. That's a problem, right? Whereas a measurement problem. for success is, is, um, you know, something that I, I catalog every week is time with my kids. How many sunrises and sunsets did I mm-hmm. stop and intentionally go to and watch? How many times did I compliment my wife or say, or do something with my daughter then and, and like build her self-esteem up. And, and those are my measurements. Money will come from the man I am. That's just, the, it's just mm-hmm. how it goes. How did you detach from that, that, that significance that you had so much of, right? It was so deep and your habits were created and the, and the, the, like the lines in your brain, right? Like the record it's a deep crevasse, man. It's, it's super deep. How did you get or fill that so that you could actually step out? I get the pain. What Mm -hmm. were the activities? Cause some guys listen to this and going, all right, Cole, I get it. Yeah. Tactically, what did you do to move out of that? um, That cycle of I got to produce to be worth it and to be worthy Mm -hmm. and to matter to the world. And then I want to get into some self-love, self-mattering stuff Mm -hmm. too.
0: Yeah. So for me, when I started, when I started really down this this, this path, it, it yes, we've talked about the pain aspect, but I'm a big tactical guy. Uh, and it's the little things that add up to big wins. So the first thing that I, I did was write a letter to my former self, and I do it all the time. And it, it's been a game changer for me personally. And then every morning and every evening, you will see me bookending. I'm a big journaler with gratitude I'm a perspective guy yeah and and so when I started filtering guys on why is this happening for me versus to me things started to shift mentally and then when I doubled down into my meditation and really and I do it I'm religious about it I'm addicted to it I'm obsessed over it (laughs) I can tell when I do not meditate twice a day but when I, when I coupled it with visual work projection rehearsal, right. When I started doing that and I started seeing it in, in, in real time in between my ears. And I know a lot of guys say, man, I've got better shit to do. No, you don't. No, you really don't. You're just avoiding the things that make you better. Right. And I quit giving myself unearned rewards. So many of us reward ourselves. And we hadn't even earned the damn thing. Could be that drink. It, I don't know what it is in someone's life, right? Like a guy getting on the on the treadmill for thirty minutes, then goes and blows it out with dessert and stuff later that evening. So isn't that
1: childish though? It's not just immature. It's very
0: childish. It's the whole marshmallow effect that's been written about a thousand times. And um, but anyway, so really, the first thing first. First things first. You know, you put first things first, as the books say. And for me, it was, all right, who's now my former self? Let me write a letter to him. And it's going to hurt. It's going to write a couple of times. Number two, I'm going to share this with Ashley. She's not going to probably buy into it until she sees some action. Number three, first thing in the morning, zero dark 30. I wake up at 3.45 a.m. every morning. Damn. And uh, that's requirement here at headquarters in SOM. We start at 4.45. I'm the first one to be at headquarters. And we've got a big crew here. But uh, we start off with meditation, gratitude. I already know what my high value targets are for the day, which are linked into my one thing. You know, and this starts back for me, like in white belt phase, if you will. Hmm. And then I have my daily ethos. Like, guys, if you don't stand for anything today, you're going to fall for it. So for me, for the longest time was... Uh, kind of coming out of the ethos that I set, started the show off with. I need to be the man that Ashley dreams of at night, but gets to wake up two in the morning. I will be. Instead of using the I tries and I, I you know, I can's. No, it's it's the I will be. I am. And I started reprogramming my self talk, uh, my invisible talk, my inner narrator. Right. I started really paying close attention with my breath work, and this is something I still do to the day. <laughs> Very routine about things. It's honestly like a professional golfer, how he approaches the ball. And then I book in the the, the evening with the uh, same thing. What are the victories that I'm experienced today? There's a thousand journals, a thousand you know things that you, you can grab onto. But man, it's like a book. They're worthless if you don't put anything in action. Totally. But then I distilled in the lessons learned and my gratitude. And I still after action review the hell out of myself every day. That is my process. And little by little by little by little, it also became an art form of self-love on top of training like, like I was created to train physically. Cause I firmly believe the physical side links into the mental, the emotional, the intuitional and the spiritual aspects of things. And, uh, you know, it, it just, it became, it became rhythmic for me, a rhythm of my life. And the, uh, the The letter to the former self quickly became a power tool for me. You know, like I I made a business decision that cost my family close to forty thousand dollars. It stung like hell, you know. And it's you know, there's a good side of regret, and that's called wisdom if you look at it like that. Why does this happen for me, not to me?
1: Agree. Let me ask you something. yeah The, the, addic- I, I want to talk about like the addiction swap that I was hearing in there. Do you think that you traded mm-hmm. one addiction for the other in terms of oh, yeah. the straight routine? See, I, I, when I talk to guys that have been through AA and by the way, AA is phenomenal, right? As yeah, a tool yeah. to get you on your path. Phenomenal. I don't know about NA. I, I don't have any experience with that. Um, Nor do I. Yeah. But like, but like what? is that okay for someone to do just in your opinion, not in like the grand scheme of things, is that okay to, because I see a lot of guys will say, but if I change who I am, I'll lose my edge. And I go, you don't have to, you don't have to lose the edge. You literally can just take it from being addicted to drinking and gambling and sex and porn to something that's healthier. Just start there. You can trade it. Do you believe in that?
0: 100%. Just like my son's on the autism spectrum. There's an addiction spectrum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um uh, that th- there is truth to that. There's a healthy side to it if you allow it to be. I show me a man you know obsessed with something and you know, I'm going to show you exactly what he accomplishes. Good or bad, right? You can be obsessed on good or bad things, right? But yeah, that's exactly what I have done in my life. I'm addicted to waking up super early, doing hard shit, telling my brain to sit down, right? Being ultraly vulnerable, I know things that work for me and you're gonna have to test a lot of times. you're gonna have to test, you're gonna have to pivot, you're gonna have to evolve. you're gonna have to expand your mind in the sense like get around people. It, you know a lot of guys' networks really suck. I'll just be honest about it. like yeah. and a lot of dudes are very lonely, even the most even the ones that have three letters behind their name, CEO, o, CEO and all those. And get around some guys that are just living at a different frequency and vibrancy in your life. They're not talking it's not like, hey, brother, you know, you did you pull down seven figures this year? You know, there's a place, there's a time and place for that. But these guys are looking at it from the lens of, hey man, did you make more memories and experiences with your kids this weekend? Right. Speaking my language. Like, hey, brother, do what?
1: You're speaking my language on that. We call them MMEs at this house. Moments, memories, yeah. experiences. What are the, what are our, where's, where's our financial resource flow to the MMEs this
0: month?
1: That's what we, discuss. yeah. And
0: same here, man. And, and it was one of those conversations that I had today at headquarters with one of our guys. And, uh, this week is, uh, is a, what we consider hell week in, in Psalm. And it's, and everybody that wants to go to paradise, they have to go through hell. Right. And it's a reminder yeah. on how we, gr- we, we must be grounded because your former self will creep back in. That's the greatest war that's being waged.
1: It's and one of our guys. In the
0: yeah, exactly. And one of our guys, I could tell he's like, man, I've taken off work for two days. I said, really, have you He said, no, it's piling up and it's wearing me out. I said, but you've given your wife two days to go do her thing before school starts because she's a teacher. But yet your daughter who wants to go color with you or dance with you, you're too busy thinking about emails and what you have to do versus I said, She's not going to give two shits about all that. So let's do a little let's do a little visualization real quick, gentlemen. Yeah. And I have 40 guys there and it's it's and I said this is at the very end of, you know, a heavy, heavy uh, training session. It's a log PT. I said, I want you all to see something. I said, we can visualize our funeral all the time, which I do all the time. I said, but I want you to walk up to that casket. Now I want you to open the casket and I want you to see who you love the most. Put your daughter in there. Mm-hmm. Put your wife in there. Because our mission here, gentlemen, is to be better men by focusing on the things that matter most. Because the last time I checked, because I've had to learn the hard way, <laughs> I paid the tuition. Is that my daughter, Ava Madison and Landon, just want memories and experiences with me. Now, they know daddy's got to work. They know daddy's going to be on podcasts. They know daddy's going to do things. But that's what our life is filled up. That's what we we take with us, right? And I said, every one of us should want to die immortal. Remember our name because of the good we put on this earth. You know how you change the world? You do it through your family. Mother Teresa said that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and, and that's uh, kind of dovetailing into being addicted to that type of mindset, being addicted to that type of lifestyle, being addicted to just uh, just doing the shit that that honestly – People thinks weird and uncommon and uncomfortable. Be addicted to that. Yeah. That's Be okay, addicted though. to that. Be the person that gets made fun of. Be addicted to that. I've been made fun of these five fucking years and I love every minute of it. And, uh, you know, I got that CrossFit gym. Like, who's this dude meditating in the middle of the CrossFit gym? <laughs> you know, who's this so guy? It's like fucking making fun of me. And I just like, okay, watch, watch. Right. and, and <clears throat> You know, from a hard charger like me, I was like, "Look, man, freedom is a big deal. We talk about it in this country. We wave the flags, but how many people are actually free?" There's five uh-huh. five needs that every man needs. Yeah, five needs that every man needs. I mean, he needs he wants fitness. He wants to look good in the mirror. Yes, but mentally, emotionally, be fit too. He wants love, wealth, not just in money, but also knowledge. He wants to be a wealth of knowledge. He wants what leadership. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you know, it's, you're born to lead. Very few realize that. But the number one that everybody wants is freedom. But yet we still shackle our minds. We still do these things and we are not willing to put in the work to liberate ourselves. And, uh, you know, and that's, so anyway, I can go on and on and on. No,
1: dude, it's, it's, it's brilliant stuff. I mean, it, 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 I want to go back to something because I think that you Mm -hmm. will have motivated somebody who listens to this show. Uh, you will have motivated them to go. Okay, I get it. I'm the information addict. I'm the guy that goes to all the seminars. I've been to UPW forty two times. <laughs> Yet my fucking life is still the same. You know, I have these guys call me all the time. They're Funny, like, How "I got are an you? email on. I got an
0: email on UPW while we were recording."
1: And look, I I, I thought UPW was uh, a fantastic experience for me. Uh, I crewed it, and uh, I went once. Crewed it a bunch of times. And and but I set an intention when I went that I was gonna I was gonna hit I set an intention every time I yeah. went. Right. And there are guys that call me and go, Well, how are you different or how is this? And I say, Well, I mean, look, man, if you've been to UPW that much, my shit's not gonna help you because you don't want help. Mm-hmm. You wanna pretend and tell everybody that you're getting help. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between I'm working on myself and I'm evolving. Very big difference. And so I wanna talk to that guy right now. Mm-hmm. Who says, all right, man, I'm in. You motivated me. Cole, how do I go from information addict to putting this thing into gear and getting rubber to the road? We talked about that going through the actual fire, get, getting the shit kicked out of you a little bit, experiencing life, especially those guys that want that to become coaches. I talk to guys all the time and go, hey, man, do you have any spots available for coaches? I got a certificate. And I'm like, fuck your certificate, dude. Go out and fuck your life up and recover and come back. To I you. got your
0: fucking certificate. <laughs> I got your fucking certificate, right? Right. I don't think, I don't think, and that's not an ego statement.
1: That oh, is no. one of
0: those deals. Like you're not going to go to a dentist with jacked up teeth. I'm not going to go to a fucking coach that's got a certificate that's not willing to be vulnerable and not help me to, you know, 10 X my life or whatever, you know, buzzwords we want to use out there. Right. I respect the men and women who are willing to go full sin, right? But going back to your question, <clears throat> we get this in Psalm a lot, School of Man. And School of Man is very much like what you think. Freshman phase, sophomore phase, junior phase, senior phase, master level phase, or like jujitsu. jitsu It's very much a process. You got to, what we say, trust the process. And, uh, but the first thing we tell everybody is we're not responsible for your results. If you're coming to us and saying, you, you know, you guys produce results like we produce uh, Tesla's think again. Yeah. And that's the first thing you've got to get through your school is we're not, we're not, uh, we are not responsible for your results. So that that's the thing. And then just aim small, miss small guys, quit overthinking shit and just yeah, fucking right. do and quit thinking. And, and that's just it. And just, and just for a side note, my Mac is starting to get low on power. Just as an FYI.
1: Yeah, we're, we're wrapping, dude. I think you you just you you pile drive these guys. This is fire hose type of information.
0: Uh, would you say aim small? What? Aim small, miss small. Aim small, miss small. I think you know we we're we're so fucking focused on climbing Everest that I know. <laughs> you got I know. to fucking start on just literally the small shit. It's just like, dude, it's a step by step game.
1: Yeah, yeah we, we, have a, them, we have a saying. Set the that, bar
0: so low you trip over it that creates <laughs> momentum, right?
1: Right, right. Uh, the the so. uh, original name I came up with many years ago was Broken Elevator, right, from my first course. Mm. Because I wanted people to know there are no shortcuts. You cannot shortcut this. And unfortunately, I wish I, I could be a billionaire if I could figure out how to get you to shortcut this thing. I mean, you got hacks and you got plant medicine and you've got shit like that, but you can't shortcut this thing. You got to climb the steps. Even mm-hmm. if you do plant medicine. Amazon Prime real-
0: mindset, bro.
1: Yeah, you still got to climb the steps. So I like the aim small, miss small because you have to build the foundations that support the bigger, more evolved you. You can't, you can't evolve over mm. here and your foundation only is capable of putting a two-story building, but you need it to yep. support a 50-story. It doesn't matter. It doesn't work like that. So, dude, I, I, I love yeah, everything right. you're about. I, I want to figure out, I'm going to send you an email. I want to figure out uh, how we can freaking support each other and, and the movement that we're Absolutely, both on. Man. We're an abundance
0: group, man. Like yeah, this too. is, uh, this, yeah, this is why we were, you know, and, and I'm extremely grateful for you. And it's just one of those deals. Our mission is the same to create better men by helping each man focus on what matters most. You know, my vision is just to be the most impactful organization for men in the world. We're different. We're unique. Uh, we might not be a fit for everybody. We're very and We'll punch you in the mouth and break your jaw. That's just how we work. And that's just what I know, right? Like if it, that's just what I know, but at the end of the day, we're, our hearts are, are in the right place. And it's not just me guys. I got, you know, this is a hundred year deal. I mean, yep. that's our yep. vision is it's a hundred plus year deal. But anyway, brother, I, I can't thank you enough. Would love to, yeah, to, 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 to help out where I can. And, and support you where I can as well.
1: Yeah, us too, man. So, Cole, thank you so much for being here. Guys, go check out School of Man. Uh, Where can they find you?
0: Schoolofman.live, not live. I do a play on words, right? Words are important, so schoolofman.live. And then pick up the book. That's the best place to do, schoolofmanbook.com. You get to hear from all the guys in the organization that just rip off the mask and just truly are raw and real and get to hear my story and get to learn about our process. So, that's uh that's the best place to start right there guys
1: it's awesome cole thanks for being here man appreciate you dude
0: absolutely thanks brother
1: all right audience i hope you enjoyed that go back and re-listen go back and re-listen to it it's uh it's it's absolute fire thanks for being here we'll catch you on the next one